1: The Beckler and Shauna Podcast, your daily download of X ninety two
0: nights X mornings with Beckler and Shauna, brought to you by Shane Holmes. offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Thursday, July thirteenth, twenty twenty three. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to another episode of the Beckler and Shauna Piss Cast. Oh, uh, My kids are out of town this week. They're staying with their grandma in Saskatchewan. It's yeah. Very it weird. Feel? Very weird, Shauna. It's very quiet at the house. Yeah, I can it's imagine. Too quiet. Mm. Like. No one's fighting. No one's asking for anything. I do miss them terribly, but McKenna and I are also enjoying the time together. Went for a nice hike yesterday, and McKenna asked us, found this little waterfall nice. tucked away. Yeah, just like... Doing a little bit of skronking, I'm sure. <laughs> Easy! It's weird. Uh, it's just very weird like to not have the responsibility of kids. Like, when you have kids, every single decision you make goes through that filter, right? Yep. Like you don't do anything without thinking, okay, what, what are my commitments to the family first? So, like, to have a week where you don't have to think about that is mm-hmm. very weird. It would be strange. It's very weird. Yeah. What have you been up to?
1: Um, not too much. No. Um, yeah, I just got some tickets for the grandstand show on Saturday night. So oh, nice. I'm gonna go check that out. I've heard the
0: grandstand show is spectacular this year.
1: They, it's, it's spectacular every year.
0: Well, we have two friends who are like stampede diehards. Yep. They go multiple days every year and they said, this is the best the grandstand show has been in a long time. Oh, Maybe ooh, the that's best awesome. ever. And we have a good friend of the show, um, Patrick, whose daughter dances with the young Canadians. Yep. And he says they've been like, they were working so hard leading up to it. And
1: yeah, it's I went busy week for them. I think it was it last year or a couple years ago. I go basically every other year. It seems the grandstand show. I always like rotate the rodeo and the grandstand show. Uh, so I'm pretty excited for that, yeah. Outside of that, yeah, I've been doing uh, a lot of biking in and around town, some stampeding, and that's nice. The you smoke know?
0: is back today. I wanted to go yeah. for a run outside, but it's too smoky. It'll be gross.
1: Yeah, I tend to bike in it anyway, even though like, no,
0: it's not good for you. So I always feel terrible if I go too hard in the smoke, you know. if I Yeah,
1: and you've got asthma too, right, which I think... Not really. I did when, it, when I was young.
0: Yeah. My kids do. Right. But so. I haven't had asthma in a okay, long time. Okay, so that's good. good. On today's show... We're going to talk about very niche podcasts. Our podcast isn't that niche. It's fairly general. Yeah. Uh, We're going to talk about some some weird ones. Real niche ones. Super niche. Yep. Celebrities you used to like but don't like anymore. I mean, there are some obvious ones, the ones who have done terrible stuff, but we have some other ones as well. Your own personal take on it, yeah. That's right. And, uh... (laughs) Kind of a, a special pop-up audio to kick this show off. After your out of context clip, it chatters my hoochie. The Beckler and Shauna podcast up, up. audio. Today on Pop-Up Audio, we're going to learn a lot about living and a little about love.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, scientists have yet to successfully measure the temperature of a hoochie coochie. Average summer highs in Georgia are around 90. So a hoochie coochie is at least hotter than that. We laid rubber on the Georgia asphalt. Got a little crazy, but we never got caught.
1: Alan Jackson says he never thought this would be a hit because no one would understand what a Chattahoochee is. He says Waylon Jennings even said to him, what the hell is a the Chattahoochee?" Then he realized everybody's got their own kind of Chattahoochee. I've got one.
0: Alan Jackson has one of history's best blonde mustache slash mullet combos. Yeah, the, water
1: the video for the song is just phenomenal. Alan Jackson is a full-out Terry in it. He's water skiing in ripped jeans and a cowboy hat. And I've gotta be honest, I'm not always a big mustache girl, but his mustache, it it chatters my hoochie. But I
0: Audio,
1: Audio. Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Got some small town news for you, Beckler.
0: Nice. I love small town news.
1: Um, these are three, again, completely true headlines. <laughs> Obviously, we sometimes embellish them just a little bit, but these headlines are ones that I came across, and every one of them is just too good to be true. Excellent. Um, the first one is just talking about how the well, the TV host also is moonlighting as the DJ for the extravaganza for Canada Day. Big news. Super classic as well in in the small town where you do just about everything. You do. You do. Yeah. So let's just launch right into it.
0: Small town news with Beckler and Shauna.
1: Our very own local TV host, Trevor Digsby, will also be moonlighting as the DJ for our Canada Day extravaganza, along with controlling the lights, serving the beverages and burgers and setting off the fireworks.
0: Congratulations to Matt Harvey for opening a new subway location. It will be open from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. on weekdays, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Saturdays and 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Sundays. And the famous wood pile
1: on Route 176 is currently being built into the shape of a butterfly for the summer.
0: (laughs) That was real.
1: That is a real. There's a famous wood pile. Oh my god. Terry says he plans to shape the pile into a giant penis next, so anyone interested has to contact him. The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
0: I have such a great example of public radio voice to play for you, Shauna. Oh, sweet. Over the years on this show, we've made fun of the way that they talk on public radio. Yeah. They talk very quietly
1: and they. Mm.
0: Very serious, very.
1: You can always hear The, the spit yeah. in your mouths.
0: So I don't know what station this is from, somewhere in Europe. I don't know if it's, it's talking about the government of Sweden, so okay. I don't know if it's a Swedish station or if it's the BBC or something, but if you think Canadian public radio voice is obnoxious, you have not heard international public radio voice. Listen to this. Anderson's Social Democratic Party and their left-wing coalition are lost by a thin margin to the Conservative bloc, which includes the far-right Sweden Democrats, a party that has its roots in a neo-Nazi movement in the 1980s and 90s. Wow. He's just whispering.
1: Oh, man.
0: Former Prime Minister Magdalena Anderson.
1: And you can really and hear the so spit <laughs> flowing around in his oh, voice man. there. Oh, yeah. That
0: microphone is hot.
1: That is so hot.
0: And the left-wing coalition, the Democrats, and the has its roots in the 80s and
1: 90s. Like, you couldn't whisper more if you yeah. tried.
0: Listen, there's a police car going by that's, lights the sirens on. So, hey, the mics are so hot, you could probably hear that. Now you,
1: if not, you can definitely hear what I'm eating right now.
0: How dark is the room he's really broadcasting like in? Piece of my bagel. Well, lit by only the faintest light as he talks about serious international issues. If you can't hear this now, then that's public voice. Anderson. You can hear everything the that I've
1: government eaten government in the, the past. You for no It reason, you can look into my sofa. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcasts. What celebrity, Beckler, did you used to love, but now you're kind of like, me?
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: There are some obvious answers to this. Okay. Things like like Bill Cosby for example, right? Like Yeah, <laughs> you
0: could you can imagine why.
1: Yeah, you can imagine why. But I was thinking it about was other all ones.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was case the anyone, sexual assault. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the that yeah, for sure. Um moving on though, if there was somebody, you know, slightly less obvious, someone maybe more personal that you Kind of in your own life. Like, yeah, you used to truly look up to in some way. Could be an athlete even or a movie star or something. And then, yeah, you're kind of just over time being like, hmm, not so much.
0: This one's easy for me. Is it? When I was younger, I thought Jared Leto was the coolest guy. Loved 30 Seconds to Mars. Loved a lot of the movies he was in. Yep. And now I just think the dude's a wiener. Yeah. <laughs> Anything I've seen from him in like the last 10 years, I'm just like, oh, man. I know. I used to like that guy. I
1: hate that. <laughs> and there's a few people that I see this with, and it's, it, it's annoying because you're like, I remember when I used to love this person. So, like Tom Cruise was one who, when I was growing up, I was like, I thought he was really cool. And now I'm like, no, he's a wiener.
0: Right? Like, well, yeah, all the Scientology the stuff The Scientology stuff dark, just made me kind of
1: like, Ugh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it followed a favor for me, you know? Like another one, Ellen DeGeneres
0: yeah after all that stuff came out about how Mm -hmm. she treated her staff and that yeah
1: and I guess like it hasn't really gone further than that and it could have just been rumors but it doesn't matter I just see her differently now I'm just like yeah I, I don't know I don't find her stuff as funny and just like hmm
0: yeah, there have more. been some like really uncomfortable on-camera moments with Ellen too. Yeah, where like she didn't treat her guests that well, yep. and and that's
1: just it. Yeah, the more I watched her, like, and then as she was getting older and kind of retiring off the show, there was just something about her. I was just like, oh <laughs> yeah, you don't seem like that happy-go-lucky
0: like. That was that an actor? Did she change? What was it? I
1: know another one that sucks. Will Smith, like yeah. he's one. I it's he's on. <laughs> He's kind of on the bubble for me, but Will Smith, yeah. After the whole debacle, the I was just the like, slap again doesn't seem like that easy, you know. and go lucky,
0: yeah. I mean, he used to a lot of those very rich and famous people are very good at convincing us they're someone, aren't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. I mean, when you have a PR team working with you totally. and like millions of dollars going towards polishing up your image, yeah. And you can kind of make people bleep, but then sometimes, you slip the, up. sometimes the facade comes off. right? Oh, there it
1: is. There's one more in particular, and this one you ruined for me. Who's that? Drew Barrymore. <laughs> I used to love her, and then you at one point was like, she is incredibly whiny, Oh. and now I can't look past that, and I see her show on you, and I'm like, you're right, you're right. She's just a... You described her once in a way that it's ruined it for me forever. Because
0: I was I was right about it, wasn't I? You, yes. Do you remember you what look I said? Me,
1: I for, it was just like you look at her and
0: she just reminds. She looks like she, was like always has a cold, and, and she's always blubberingly
1: crying yeah. in your in your arms or something yeah. on your
0: couch. She'd come over to your house after like a night of heavy drinking and sweatpants, and she's just a mess, and she'd yeah. lay on your couch. and be like, ah, it is. Yep. What it's like that's who she is to me. And then now maybe I'm wrong, but
1: I don't. I think I still think she's the nicest person. But you've ruined that. Now I see her. I'm like. You're you're right. Do you, remember,
0: do you remember that clip you played oh, from her show? It was God. her birthday, I think. yes. And and people were just like showering her with praise. And, and she she's was like just weeping. Bawling.
1: And yeah, I know you've so ruined. Nice. You've. Ru- I used to love her when I was a kid. I looked up to her so much. And she's every time I see her show on TV, I'm like, ah, God. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Can I flip that for you?
0: Oh, people yes. that you didn't like and now you do. I've got two
1: people who I was. Oh. And then the more that I found out about
0: them, the more I was like, "This person is incredible." Okay.
1: Uh, Keanu
0: Reeves Yeah, I've yeah. heard lots of good things about him. Yeah. Okay. Not the good actor, but you know what? Incredible human being. hmm Yeah, he, like, didn't and Dolly he? Parton. Yeah, yeah, Dolly Parton's like the. She's the new Betty White. She's the new Everybody Loves Her. Right?
1: Although, did people oh used to God. hate that Dolly Parton? Amazing.
0: Yeah, was there a time when yeah. people didn't like her? Because I always thought Dolly was always loved.
1: It's not that I didn't like her. I was like, oh, she's all about big, big fake boobs and <laughs> big laughs And, like, I just, I, I, I thought she was very superficial and phony. Totally. Yeah. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. I learned about the incredible person underneath.
0: You know what you were the doing top. there? You were judging a book by its cover, weren't you?
1: Right? <laughs> it's fake-breasted it's fake cover. You were. Yeah. So many people in Hollywood show you a facade that you're like, oh my god, this is
0: incredible. Yeah. And then underneath, not so much. Yeah, I think that there's there's so much manufactured image in in Hollywood, right? Totally. Here's my question, though. These celebrities that we think have, you know, that, that have like made a turn in terms of public perception, like the ones who are now really popular and stuff, do you think that's manufactured as well by PR firms?
1: I think sometimes it is, yeah. Yeah. That's why, I mean, the ones that are... The things you find out about when they do that with the image are the ones that I'm sure it's all part of PR, right? Because that's what they try and get it all over the news so you hear about it. Mm-hmm. It's the ones that do it quietly, right?
0: Um, but a or- good PR firm would do it quietly. They would just slide these little stories. Look, oh, I caught this celebrity on the street mm-hmm. doing this. Look what I they're doing. They're Make right. it look really organic. Yeah. Because they're like big firms that do like reputation management totally. and all that stuff, right? So. Yep.
1: But like I look at somebody like... Um, pk Subban. it's just like it's so obvious that he has this pr company that made him like look good in certain ways like, <laughs> you know like
0: nobody I mean? likes you you need to make a big donation to a hospital yeah like that.
1: and then the, the news that was coming out, i was like this just seems the screams pr to me whereas uh, a lot of things you don't even hear about like with keanu reeves this stuff you you truly don't hear about it was it like comes through from some other actor talking about him and that's the kind of stuff you're like yeah like that's just somebody who's Truly doing things because he wants to do it, not because it looks good on him. Globally, you know? Right,
0: like there was that story about how he, like, quietly gave a bunch of his money from the Matrix to the, the crew. Yeah, and right? it came
1: out, like, 15, 20 years later. Right, like, so that's, that's something.
0: Not a, yeah. Right? I see what you're saying there. Yeah. But you mentioned PK Subban. He was at the Stampede, and he did this, like, little bit where he was pretending to be security for cowboys. And oh. He had, like, a vest on, but it had, like, a little 76 up top and yeah. stuff. PR so, team just took a little ah, tick on that one, too. There interesting. Because I think, like, a good PR company could make it seem like it's happening very organic Yep. Right and, and how yes, would we know? Definitely,
1: and I, I yeah I think that even those you can sometimes pick up on. But yeah, it's always the stuff I find with people that comes out way later. And you're like, yeah, they just did that because that's them.
0: Right. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I just I. It's such yeah, a PR fake industry, right? Absolutely. That I I don't believe a lot of what I see, good and bad. Or yeah, totally. So. Yeah. You know, there's no facade in a Shane Holmes home.
1: Only a decorative facade, if that's what you want, is part of the customization. Wow. <laughs> You've nailed it. <laughs> You've nailed it.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> if a customized facade on the outside of your house is what you want, well, that's... Mm, yeah. Shane Holmes can work Just ask work them. with you on that. They'll give it to you. Visit ShaneHolmes.com. Uh, if you're thinking of building, take a look at some of the options they have in terms of floor plans and, and ask about the ways that you can modify those floor plans to your specifications to better work for you and your family. Do that at shanehomes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Well, regular listeners to this show, friends of this show will remember our very cheap friend who we've spoken about many times before. We have, Just yes. Just the incredible things this person does mm-hmm. to save money. Yes. I was talking to him recently and it turns out not only is he unbelievably cheap, he's also unbelievably lazy. Okay. He told me this story about how his uncle had surgery mm-hmm. and was given like a piss jug from the hospital so that he could just like go to ba- the bathroom in his bed as opposed to getting up when like he's a recovering. Like a chamber pot? But uh, yeah, okay. I, I, it wasn't like a bedpan. It was like a bag right. you attach. Okay. Uh, and our friend asked his uncle if he was going to be using this piss bag. And his uncle said no. Oh, God. So now... Our friend is using the piss bag in bed so he doesn't have to get up in the middle of the night no. to go to the bathroom. No, and the, we're not. The most remarkable thing—it's hard for me to relay this—but as he was telling me this story, like he just kind of glanced over this detail, like it wasn't, like this was a totally normal thing to do, and that this, why wouldn't everybody do this, right? And I was like, hang on a second, did you say that you asked for your uncle's post-surgery piss bag? Mm-hmm. So then you don't have to get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom? That is unbelievable. He's uh, close in age to us, an able-bodied man.
1: What are you... uh, So he had told me once about how he (laughs) wore a diaper to an NFL game, okay? And at the time... What the hell? I was like, okay, was this insane (laughs) Like to the point where you didn't think you'd get to the bathroom? Because I've heard that people will have to do this in certain scenarios. And I'm like thinking unwillingly. And now I'm like... No, it was probably just a regular NFL game, and he didn't want to have to go to the pisser, so he just wore a diaper. That's unbelievable. That is amazing. That the guy next
0: to you at a game might be wearing a diaper yeah. just because he doesn't want to walk down.
1: Holy <laughs> hell. That and, is magnificent. And this
0: isn't even as far as the seats to the bathroom in an NFL stadium. This nope. is five steps from his bed to wow. his suite bathroom.
1: I mean, Beckler, you got to get your sleep, right?
0: So. He'd rather hook up to a bag Holy before he goes to sleep so he can just keep
1: Bananas. Bananas. I don't even know how to... S- I, was oh. like,
0: uh, I was like, uh, I love you, man, but I don't know if I'd tell this story to anybody else. Yes. Like, you said this way too casually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you let that out once, but what you're going to do is you're going to put that into a vault now and you're going to lock it up, okay?
0: <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Etymology with Shauna.
1: I nerded out a little bit yesterday. I've got some that I thought are pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Let's uh, with that etymology.
1: First of all, the words disease and disaster. Oh, so, are they related? Uh, Well, not sort of. I'll explain. But really, disease literally means not easy. Dis means not and ease or easy. Just originates from that. So Accurate. it means not easy. <laughs> when you think about it, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So that's all we're saying when we say you have a disease. It's not easy. You have it not easy. That's it. Uh, disaster comes. It's kind of similar, but it comes from the dis again, meaning not or lack of kind of. It's a little bit different this way. And then astro meaning star. So, it it basically just means bad star or lack of star. And, of course, back then they really believed in, you know, the...
0: The, the influence of the heavens. The influence and, of the heavens. Yeah, so a lot of people still do. Having so.
1: having a lack of star or not a star, that's not a good thing. So, that's where disaster comes from is basically... It, it transformed into ill-fated star, but that's where it all comes from. And Bad luck in the stars, that's right? That's exactly it. Uh, and then, of course, we've talked about this before, but astro in that same sense is where we get astronaut. Mm-hmm meaning star sailor, which is Mm -hmm. still one of my favorites ever. Very cool. And switching gears here, another one, uh, the colors black and white are actually related in their origins, which I didn't realize. But the reason is because white in French is blanc, right? So then you think black and blanc. Both of them come from the root word burn. So think about it. When you burn something, it shines brightly at first. So that is where blanc comes from in that sense. And then afterward, when it's burnt, the past tense is black.
0: Ah. So
1: it's the past, but they both come from that same root of black or blanc, which is meaning burn. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And when you think of something as blank, you generally think of it as white as well, which comes from, again, that French blanc to white. To okay, blanc. that makes sense. That's where we get blank as well.
0: How old is the word? Do you know when people started saying blanc?
1: Ah, uh, the French version of it. Yeah. I
0: no because I'm trying to think of anything in nature that would burn hot enough to be white. But it's just bright. Just bright. Okay, like not necessarily white.
1: Right. Like when you light a fire. I mean, the fire itself is bright when you're looking at the flame. Right. So that's what they're referring to. Not fully white, but just bright flame, and then into that into the burnt and darkness.
0: Then blank. Nothing there. Nothing white. There.
1: white. So it wow. all comes from that same with
0: Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was visiting my parents last weekend and the topic of cannabis came up in discussion. I don't know how. As it does. Um, my mom said, she's like, I think I have a marijuana candy here. So she brought it out and it, her friend had given it to her as part of like a relaxation gift basket for a ladies gift exchange or something. Yeah. And um, it was like a single lemon flavored candy. And on the package, it said 100 milligrams. Holy hell. Now, if you know anything about cannabis and edibles, 100 milligrams is a serious, serious dose. Like, only (sighs) the most seasoned of cannabis users with the very highest of tolerances would be able to eat that candy hole.
1: Was that okay? Did it say, like, eat a quarter of it?
0: Nope. Nope. There was no warning on the package or anything. Oh, my God. Um that's just asking for trouble. And someone like my mom who's basically never used cannabis, yep. she would be in for a very bad time if she oh were to have taken god. that thing whole. I would my, be
1: in for an oh god. Everybody no. would
0: my, my brother and I were like, Ooh, mom, that's bad news. Like like you might go to the hospital if you took that. Like that's you awful. might have a psychotic episode. Holy. Like, I took ten milligrams once and i and I freaked out. This is ten times that dose. That's insane. Yes. I
1: didn't even know that existed. Are you sure it wasn't like ten point zero on the pot like one hundred. Holy. 100. No warnings
0: is, in the package or anything. I was wow. like, that doesn't seem very responsible. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. Like it should say, just take a shaving of this, you know? Start with yep. a shaving, a crumb of this thing. <sighs> so That's thank God amazing. my mom isn't curious like that, you know? Yep. Because I could have got some weird FaceTimes if that was the case.
1: Yep. <laughs> some real weird phone calls. The
0: Beckler and Shauna Podcast.
1: We were chatting with friend of the show, Lindsay, yesterday about her podcast that she used to have where her and her friend would review Seventh Heaven episodes.
0: I think it was she and her girlfriend. Her and And her girlfriend. And I think it was the episodes were reviewed through a lesbian lens. Which is is how
1: it was. Amazing. she,
0: She said those episodes did not age well the old
1: (laughs) fair Uh, also incredibly niche
0: is it ever like
1: talk about a niche podcast that is truly one of them
0: a lesbian look at 7th heaven a lesbian
1: look at 7th heaven
0: I used to watch 7th heaven that show had the hottest girls
1: I used to watch 7th heaven as well
0: Mary and Lucy oh my word oh when I I was growing up holy man
1: I don't recall oh I'm going to have to look back on the cast of that show. All those shows back then had incredibly good-looking yeah. cats. Of course, that's part of it, right? But it got me thinking about some of the other niche podcasts that are out there. Like, what's the most niche you've come across? Because this is the thing about podcasts. Everybody and their dog has one, and you can find a podcast for every niche in the world.
0: Absolutely, and it's tough to crack into podcasting now unless, like we said, you're already... A celebrity, yep. or you're like a subject matter expert, so you kind of need to go niche. It's super niche. Like Lindsay did. Yeah, absolutely. Lesbian reviews of 7th Heaven The episodes. lesbian lens of
1: 7th so, Heaven, yes, right. which again, it's great. Um But I got thinking, like there's that that pen addict podcast, which has become fairly popular, but it's essentially a couple people who, they review pens and stationery. Like wow. that's their entire niche. It's Is just...
0: This like one of those podcasts that's supposed to podcast. help you fall asleep.
1: Uh, No, that one is legitimate. Just, Mm. yeah, they find some interesting (laughs) things about pens. For you. So wow, that's one that's, that's niche. right up there, right?
0: Trying to think of anything I've heard of that's super niche. Like, I listen to a couple podcasts that are specifically about, like, radio industry, the radio industry. Yeah. And, like, particularly the Canadian radio industry. So that's very niche. Pretty There'd niche. would be a pretty small audience that would have interest in that.
1: I came across a Furries podcast recently. Okay. All about furries. And, I, I mean, that makes sense. There's probably a fair following, though, so that's not that
0: niche. Probably more furries than there are people interested in the inner workings of Canadian radio. Yeah, it's
1: absolutely. Um, then I came across... The Chameleon Breeders podcast.
0: Oh, so it's not even like a reptile podcast. It's specifically for those who want to
1: breed chameleons, which I was like, that's.
0: And not even chameleon owners. No, Which is already a niche group, but specifically the breeders.
1: People who are interested in breeding. I was like, I didn't. I didn't know there was more than one or two people who were interested in. I'm guessing everyone listening
0: to that podcast knows each other. Oh, for like they I'm, probably all know each other professionally. I assume they?
1: so. You know what I mean? Like the other one, I I came across recently, but it's it's called Shazam, and it's a podcast by women empowering women in the magic industry. Whoa! And I was like, well, that's. Again, like how many women are in the magic industry to begin with? What exactly is the magic? Are we just talking to magicians? Because yeah. there's a pretty limited amount of magicians out there. And, then, and it's then
0: specifically four women, female magicians, empowering
1: other women in the industry itself. So again,
0: all 12 people involved in that podcast. You are think
1: 12? <laughs> I'm going with four. The Beckler and Shauna podcast.
0: So my wife, McKenna and her family, they're all taking part in the Spartan race in Red Deer. Weekend after next, yeah. So they're doing this like the the ten kilometer obstacle challenge or whatever it's called. I'm not sure, but they asked if I wanted to participate, and I said no. I I I can't run ten kilometers, yeah, at 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 one go. Let Mm. alone ten kilometers with obstacles. No, I was like, I feel like I'm going to hold the team back. Yeah. Uh, that's
1: impressive. That's good for them. They've
0: all been training for the last few months. They're a f- pretty athletic family, so I think they'll probably do okay. That's awesome. Um, but my, brother, my brother-in-law, my brother he's participating. He lives in a small town in Saskatchewan, and he's, he was worried about one obstacle in particular, and that's the monkey bars, because there are monkey bars involved in this, right? The monkey bars are hard as an adult. As an adult? Yeah. So, I don't know when the last time you tried monkey bars oh, was. Oh, yeah. It's not easy. It like, was
1: semi-recently, and it's way different. Like, as a kid, I flew on yes, the monkey bars. They make now it look like, so
0: easy, because no. kids don't weigh anything. Exactly. And I think, I don't know, the shoulder joint must work differently when you're young. It's more elastic or something, because yeah. it hurts my shoulders so bad to do a mo- to do monkey bars, and the kids have no problem with it. Nope. But anyway, my brother-in-law, he's been going to the playground in town to practice the monkey bars. You know what mm. you can't do as a 35-year-old man by yourself? Yeah. Monkey bars in a public park. No. Yeah,
1: it's like the swings.
0: It is like the... It's just like the swings. I mean,
1: swings might be even worse. And we've talked about this before because swings are so much fun even as an adult. Yes. But you just can't... You can't go to that old playground as a 35-year-old man just swinging on the swings, kicking your legs up
0: like... I think you're right. Swings are probably worse because monkey bars, you could at least... Someone might think, well, maybe he's training like for Like, I've seen people right? do
1: chin-ups and stuff on yeah. different things. And so, yeah, like, okay. But,
0: yeah, swings. <laughs> the swings, you're just there for for just the tickle in belly. Staring your, at the stars. In your belly. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. No, it's not fair.
0: There needs to be an adult set of swings somewhere. This at least is why a-
1: we need an adult park. We've yeah. talk- I've been advocating for this forever because these are fun things to do as adults as well. And again, you just you can't go to the children's park.
0: Oh, would there be injuries at the adult park, wouldn't there? Oh, there would. But Just like know, park an ambulance right outside. Might as
1: well. Yeah. But yeah. I was thinking,
0: imagine the people who live across the street from this park uh-huh. where my brother-in-law is practicing his monkey bars. Just looking out the window. like Yeah. She is was, this something you should call the police over or
1: And then he walks over to the swings. You should definitely call the police. <laughs> yeah, call yeah. Him. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. My aunt and uncle got a pontoon boat recently, and I want to say they spent uh, 60 or 70 grand on it, I okay. forget. Um and I remember hearing that and I was like, "Holy hell, that is a lot of money for a pontoon boat." Like You could get a pretty sweet jet boat for that amount of money. So when I think about the pontoon, I was like, but then I remember they have a big extended family. So practically the pontoon truly does make a lot more sense. You know what? I realized the pontoon boat though is Beckler. It's the soccer mom van of the water. That's what a <laughs> pontoon boat is, right?
0: It's the Dodge Grand Caravan of the water. Like, just the like seas? a mom
1: van, right? It is, it is very fantastically practical for your family. It's very sturdy. It's very safe. The kids can safely jump off of it and in it, the safety ratings great, right? Because it's really tough to get in the motor and everything yeah. like that. You can cook on it. It oh, is all kinds of features nice. for the kids. It is the soccer mom van of, of the water for huh. sure.
0: It's mm-hmm. funny because when you said like they spent 60, 70 grand on it, like you thought that was a lot, but I, I mean, I, I kind of scoffed at the price for that of, of a boat in general. I think I'm probably more of a pontoon boat guy. Mm-hmm. I think if I was going to drop that much money on a boat, I would be, I'd get a pontoon boat See, before. It seems like it can do more. Yep. Yeah, because you have kids. It can do way more. You yeah. know, I'm not a big water sports guy. Yeah, that's just it. But I am a big hanging out, having a few beers guy. Mm-hmm. And that's way better for hanging out, having a few beers.
1: They just don't go that fast, right? Whereas they the jet don't. boat, that's the one that I can go wakeboarding behind. You can do all the toys and the fun with that kind of thing. So for me, and I like going fast, I would go for more of the jet boat side of things. I'd
0: Ugh. rather bring like 15 of my friends and mm. go find a secluded island somewhere. And like, yeah. yeah, that's.
1: Again, you're not a big water guy either, though. So the safety yeah. of it, too, and the more security that you have on the pontoon boat, all that's probably appealing to you. Yeah,
0: I didn't grow up on the water, so yeah. I'm. Uh, never got into the water sports. No,
1: it's just not as cool. But the pontoon boat just never, when you're, <laughs> when you're a kid and you see the pontoon boat ripping along with its two pontoons floating, you're like... Can you
0: not put a bigger motor on them? Or?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some of them you can truly rip with now. Yeah. Like there are some that are improving. Again, just like the vans, which we talked about before. Vans now <laughs> tend to have better motors and they're a little more exciting than they used to be. And they're doing that with pontoon boats now as well. But yeah, it's just uh, it's a little bit of a different vibe than the jet boat or the, the wakeboarding
0: boat that you have, right? Like- the only downside of the pontoon boat in my mind, other than, like you said, not being able to go very fast, is when those things are out of the water, they are huge, yep. aren't they? They're so big when they're out of the water. Mm-hmm. So there's that. The storage issue. But I mean, boats alone, you got to store it regardless. So. Or, here's the solution. I used to date a girl and her family had both. Yes. So they would drive the pontoon boat out to the middle of the lake, and that would be the home base for everybody who was wakeboarding or tubing. Yes. And they would come and draw people off and pick them up. It's it's nice. That's the way to do <laughs> it. The-
1: I mean, if you've got the money, yeah, you should That's you what get you the mom right? van and the sports car. Why right? not so, both? A uh, both. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast.
0: Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home.
1: You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X 92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at x929.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna download it daily to whatever device you use. Later. Okay.
0: X After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome. It allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, they're going to say f***.
1: Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.